Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 2, episode 280 of this daily study podcast. Thank you very much for joining us as we are continuing our discussion of the October 2020 General Conference of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, we are looking at uh, the, the talks from that session and we, uh, we left off from Albert Quentin L. Cook, which is only for four or five talks in. So uh, we continue the Saturday morning session with Elder Ronald A. Rasband. Now, Elder Rasband gave a great talk. Uh, he was talking about the people of Durban, South Africa, who came ready to partake of the blessings of the temple. He spoke about his father-in-law, who requested that he have a temple recommend interview virtually on his deathbed, even though that, you know, it was quite clear he wasn't going to be on this earth for very long. He still wanted to have an up-to-date current recommend so he could be recommended to the Lord. Uh, and that really puts things into, into perspective with this pandemic. You know, some may question, well, why am I bothering to get a Temple Recommend interview when I can't even go to the Temple yet and probably will not be able to for a number of months uh, because of the pandemic? Um, we still need to have an, a current up-to-date Temple Recommend, and we were all invited to do so um, to be able to stay strong on the covenant path. Um, and I think that, you know, it also supports us when the storms of life come <clears throat> and it was by this time that I started to have a real impression that, you know, we're not quite out of the troubles and trials yet, uh, not necessarily of the pandemic, but that there are that are that there are still great trials to come. Uh, and so a temple recommend is one of those things that we'll need to make sure we have. So a wonderful talk by Elder Rasband reminding us of the importance of that. Um, we then move to present Dallin H. Oaks. Now, present Dallin H. Oaks he can be sometimes divisive. He can all, he, but he always speaks very straight um, and matter of fact. He he always is straight talking, and, and you know, you know the message that he's trying to get across. I personally love um, President Alan H. Oates' talks. I think that they are very clear, very concise, and uh, are always filled with the spirit. But um, this talk was even more so on the nose, even more so, you know, straight talking. And I thought it was it was wonderful. Uh, he was talking about recent events, uh, violent protests, and and political campaigns. He was talking about how Christ told us to love one to love your friends, but also to love your enemies, and that anger is the way to division and en- enmity. Now, at first, uh, I thought it was interesting that um, one thing that I picked out was that it's interesting that he was referring to the fact that we should love our enemies. And that, you know, infers to me that, you know, there are times in our lives that we'll, we will have people we'll have differences with. There are people that we'll have disagreements with. That's inevitable. Um, and some may even call people like that our enemies. But we must still love them, no matter what our disagreements are or quarrels are. Uh, we, will, we must still love them. But then um, he started to talk about racism. And he was very, very straightforward on this he said that it's not okay it's never been okay and it never will be okay uh, and he spoke about the um the how the racism in america that america has a poor history of racism and that is not acceptable that we need to move forward that people you know should be silent on it but should stand for equal rights and fight against racism but he also did point out that you know the the violent protests and the uh, some of the um movements um for like against racism have also been too violent and not acceptable either that they should be carried out in peace and in love 
uh, and in trying to make a change, but not uh, in a violent or destructive manner. Uh, I think that that is, yeah, it was a wonderful talk. And it's very rare, I think, that we have a talk that's so focused on current events. But he spoke very openly about, you know, upcoming um, uh, elections in, the, in America causing anger and uh, arguments and conflicts, even in a church setting. And also um, racial, um, obviously the Black, Life, the Black, Black Lives Matter movement uh, and other things uh, that have recently happened as well. He spoke about all of those things. So it was a wonderful, uh, straightforward and, and plain speaking talk. We move into the Saturday afternoon session and Elder D. Todd Christopherson also talked about loving God and loving our neighbour. He also talked about um, building a Zion society. And this is another message, uh, an overall message that I picked out from this conference was, was working in unity and in love um, and building the Zion society. Um, so that was a, a good talk. And then Elder Stephen J. Lund uh, spoke about his son, which was oh, a tear-jerking moment. Um, his, his son called Tanner, who um, you know was diagnosed with cancer when he was very young. And even as a deacon, he uh, got up one morning and decided himself that he would get ready for church, even though he was clearly struggling and suffering in pain. Um, he got himself, well, he asked his mum if he could help him with tying his, his, doing his buttons. He went to church and he passed the sacrament and did his duty as a deacon. And I think for me, a wonderful message from that is, you know, no matter what our position is in the church, or no matter what we've been called to do, or no matter you know, what we've been asked to do in the church, we need to do our duty. And I think that, um, you know, this young deacon taught a lot, you know, his his part in the plan of uh, salvation, his part in the work of salvation, I should say, uh, was very small, you know, passing the sacrament. Someone else could have easily done it. You know, it, it's not like it was the most important, I don't think that's the right word, but the most, you know, necessary thing that he could have, could have done at that time. Maybe he could have rested, maybe he could have taken the time for himself, but he still wanted to perform his duty that he'd been assigned to do. He wanted to fulfill the work that the Lord had given him through his anointed servants, uh, which was to pass that sacrament. Uh, and he did. Uh, and it was just a beautiful talk. Uh, I didn't really write many notes of it, but I just wrote up one sentence just reminding myself what story he shared. And that just incites a lot of um, spirit and a lot of, um, you know, memories of that. Um, Ellie Garrett W. Hong Kong and his pre-recorded talk talked about um, the ever-expanding reach of the gospel. Uh, and uh, that was, you know, that was a good talk about just how much has been done by the church recently by reaching out and... Um, and spreading the, the, the word of God across the world. Uh, and then we've got uh, Bishop Christopher w, w. Christopher Waddell, who spoke a lot more about spiritual and temporal preparedness, uh, which, you know, is one of those other messages that I picked out from this conference. Then we had Ella um, Matthew S. Holland, who spoke about the blessings of Christ's atonement for us to alleviate suffering, about how Christ can correct every mistake. And we all suffer... Um, whether we are righteous or whether we are not righteous. Um, and that he, this, he the staggering goodness of Christ helps us overcome the deserved pains that would await, await us. So wonderful talk, uh, a wonderful talk basically about the atonement of Christ, how even if we are trying to use the atonement in our lives, we should still expect suffering and bad things. And of course, that was another uh, consistent message that came out from this conference. But also... Just that that sentence, I had to kind of make a note of it, that we would all deserve 
you know, pain and suffering after this life if it was not for Christ. Christ, but Christ makes it so that we do not have to if we follow Him. Uh, I thought that was that was wonderful. Elder William J. Uh, William K. Jackson uh, talked about uh, culture and about how how it, uh, different cultures can be a wonderful thing as long as they do not uh, inhibit us from living the gospel in our lives. Um, a fixation on the tradition of our fathers can stop us from listening to essential gospel principles. Um, so I guess, you know, as the church spreads out and even, you know, in the church, in the places where the church has been for, for many decades and generations, uh, there can be traditions of the fathers that creep in. So we need to make sure we live the gospel first uh, and become part of the common culture of the family of God. And then uh, Elder D. Treff Uchtdorf spoke and I loved his talk. Um, some uh, things that came out from that for me, uh, the early saints, um, example of laying the foundations of the Salt Lake Temple with sandstone. And then when the approaching US Army uh, entered the valley, uh, they had to hide them. Uh, and this led to the sandstone becoming broken. So Brigham Young replaced it with granite, uh, which which led to a stronger foundation. And it, it was talk, he was talking about how adversity, like in this example, led to stronger foundations. And this is the same in our lives. Uh, the pandemic has highlighted new ways in reaching out to the honest in heart. More, the missionaries are teaching more than ever. Uh, there are things that we are doing better because of this pandemic. And whilst this you know, may not be the reason why we have the pandemic, uh, we, we will probably, well, we will never know fully the reason until after this life. Uh, there are things we can learn and gain from it, as, uh, as Brigham Young and the saints did when uh, laying the foundations for the Salt Lake Temple. The Lord's way may require a different way than our regular way. Um, such as the apostles casting out uh, the net on the other side of the boat when the Saviour came to them. You know, there are things that we may not understand, um, especially with the pandemic and the things that we learn from it. Uh, but the, the adversity that we have in our lives can lead to greater blessings if we are proactive and will do something about it. If the, the saints had left those sandstone foundations in there despite the adversity, then that Salt Lake Temple may not be as strong and standing today still. If those um, new apostles had not listened to the Saviour and cast their net on the other side of the boat, wondering, you know, why is he telling us what to do? Then, you know, they may not have had that great um, bringing in of the fish. Uh, and so, a wonderful talk. Uh, thank you very much for listening today. We're going to stop there, but then we'll move on to the Sunday morning session tomorrow. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed the study uh, and please do share your thoughts from conference on the Facebook group. That's um, Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come and Follow Me. I'd love to hear your favourite talks, your favourite messages and just the feelings that you've had from this conference. You can also email ldstudysession at gmail.com if you're interested in joining in a future podcast episode or you can even just uh, private message me on, on Facebook through the group. Whatever way is easiest for you to get in contact so we can then start uh, set up a time to uh, have a discussion together. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.